Hello, everybody. Today, we're going to be doing an episode on Andrew Tate. If you don't know it like myself, if you don't know who that is until we've done this episode, um, I suggest just going on YouTube and putting his name in and watching some of the interviews and whatnot about his life and who he is. And then you can come into this with your own opinions. If if you don't want to do that and you just want to listen to the episode, we sort of fill you in on some of the things anyway. Um, that's why I really wanted to say. I want to say this episode is a little bit more, I wouldn't say it's heated, but it's a little bit more controversial. It's a little bit more um, of the political sort of episode. So it's, if you don't feel like that and you don't feel prepared for that, that's absolutely fine. Um, maybe just skip this episode. But if you do like a bit of that and you like to get stuck in, quote unquote, then this might be the one for you. Um, thank you very much. I hope you enjoy it. Record, but oh. we'll just, we'll just go from here, Hello, everybody. This is Drive Me To Your Leader with Mr. Red, and in this podcast, we hope to bring to you discussion, argument, and maybe just some fun on the way through. Today, we are here with LV, an American woman, and we're going to be discussing Andrew Tate, <laughs> which I've got to be honest about. I I don't know how to feel about this episode doing this. Tell us yeah. how you feel. <laughs> I don't know how I feel. How does Andrew Tate's words speak to you as a man? How do they feel? As an alpha male. As an uh, alpha male. <laughs> I, this is going to be a very difficult... I just want to warn everybody to start with that um, I'm going to try to be balanced and that's going to be difficult for me to do because I've got my own opinions because I've just spent the last probably two days and maybe that doesn't do it enough justice, but I fit a lot into those two days about a lot of the interviews and a lot of the things he said. And it's complicated for me because uh, I don't want to say he contradicts himself, but he changes depending on who he's speaking to. So he'll be speaking to, I suppose we all do to an extent, but he'll be speaking to someone like Candace Owens or, and you think to yourself, well, he's kind of a balanced guy. And you think to yourself, oh, there's some things here I do really good. And then I just watched the interview with Alex Jones and they're just ranting each other for like almost two hours. And it was mentally painful for me to sit through that personally. Um, And I'll give my reasons for that a bit later, but... So I just want to warn everyone now, if you don't like controversial episodes, this is probably not the episode for you, maybe, because I'm usually pretty balanced, but I'm going to struggle here today, I think, to be absolutely honest. Um, I don't know where you guys are on this. Wow. Well, I'm assuming it's negative, to be honest. I have have one thing to say. Did you you say Candace Owens? Yeah, that's how it's spelt, though. It's Candace. Candace. No, 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 no. It's C-A-N-D-A-C-E. It's still pronounced Candace. Well, I mean, you can say that, but at the end of the day, is it Han or is it Han? We still don't know. That's what I'm trying to say. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, exactly. So, so for example, George Lucas was asked, um, how do we, do we say Han Solo or Han Solo when he was referred to about Star Wars? And he said, well, it will be said differently in different parts of the galaxy. And that's a statement I live by, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, I try to get people's names right, obviously, but it's kind of like, it's spelt like that. So I've kind of said it like that. If she corrects me, if I ever meet her, I'm sure she will. You know what I mean? 
Okay. No, I'll make so, that's and, I know and people have said that and they haven't she hasn't corrected them so whatever right I'll make sure if I see someone called Brandy if it's with an eye I'll call them Brandi <laughs> and then I'll say <laughs> yeah, different part one. of the galaxy yeah, pronounce it differently hang on mate, but that, that's just going out of your way to be <laughs> difficult that's not the same thing right? well, like I have a co-worker who's named Fatima but I sometimes say Fatima and I don't know why I've Fatty. never even yeah. heard <laughs> She's, well, she's not. But I don't so. know. Yeah, I don't know the correct way of even saying I've it. I've only ever heard people say Fatima, but even that doesn't sound feel correct. No. I don't know. It well, just... neither of them are wrong though. Hmm. That's why it's, this stuff's difficult. Anyway, yeah. we're getting anyway, you know, bogged down. Into that, <laughs> but um, I don't know where to start. To be honest, um, I'll let you guys start, and I'll sort of just think about it for a little bit because, like I said, I've really struggled with this this time. To be I... honest. Women bad, fat people bad. That's the impression that Beta's you, you get from it, right? Me good, me have strong arms, me strong man, me good. What an intelligent episode we're having so far. <laughs> really doing this topic justice, you know. Well, as a woman, that's all I hear come out of its mouth. That's the way try. the impression that you, emotion you get from it. I can just sum it up is me strong man, me good, women bad. Weak men, bad. Yeah. I kind of get what you're saying in the way, because like I said, that Alex Jones interview, and it was, <sighs> I, I know like you get into an echo chamber on stuff like this, because the, the comments in the YouTube thing about it, where they're mostly like 90% positive towards the interview. And I just think that's how sites like that work, you know, because you look what you're interested in and then you just stick with everyone else on it. And it's rare sometimes you'll get like a wave of people that don't agree with it and they'll just come into it and be like, oh, you can't say this. But generally speaking, I think you go to, to something because you agree with it, and especially on YouTube, I think it works like that. Yeah, it's like one big cult. Yeah. yeah, so it's difficult to get a good gauge of what's actually going on there. So, but I'm gonna uh, like I want to back up what I'm saying really because I want to make sure I get this right. There was a Alex Jones basically started the interview by saying, "I don't want to lose everybody with this, but I kind of have to a little bit," in the sense that he started with Andrew Tate follows like the Nietzsche philosophy, and I don't expect everyone to have read Nietzsche's books because they're long, complicated, and a little bit hard to read to be honest and they're translated into English because he was a German speaker and writer as well but essentially that can right from the off that completely worried me because it's a total misrepresentation because he then went on to say oh yeah it's oh yeah it's all the strong man um he's you know you're a strong man you're that Nietzsche sort of uh figure that he wrote about and it's like that's not what Nietzsche wrote about I mean you've re- I've, I've read so there I just for, Nietzsche basically, um, after his, he went a bit mad towards it. I say a bit mad. He completely lost his mind at the end of his life, right? I think I don't know if everybody's aware of this. No, most people go a bit mad. Well, he was already losing. Basically, what he was trying to do, he was trying to come up with a new moral way of life that wasn't Christianity and it wasn't anything else. It was like a new way, of, and he just never really did it because. I mean, my feeling the why he didn't really do it is because he was setting himself up disaster because he was... I don't want to get too far into one topic like that. But essentially, 
that worried me because his sister then when he went mad and then died his sister was a nazi there's no way of putting it she was a complete nazi supporter now nietzsche died before the nazis were ever a thing he died in the late 1800s i forget the year but his sister didn't and she went on and she lingered and she got a lot of his work so the will to power is basically an unfinished book it was all not because he used to write in notes and he'd piece them together and make a book more more often than not and that's what the will to power is it's basically an unfinished book and the will to power if you look at it in the wrong way, is basically the superhuman idea, which is the Aryan race, which is what Hitler came up with and all of that. And the problem is, is that Nietzsche never wrote any of that. And mm. so I'm not, I just want to foreshadow no, this a little yeah. bit. So he never wrote any of that. Like his sister basically took the notes that fit that ideology and basically crafted his work like that. So for everyone to like a hundred years after his death, thought Nietzsche was basically <laughs> the father of Nazi thought, which is completely ridiculous. He well didn't go on about a strong man. Like he basically said that in the future there will be humans that are better than us now, which is not <laughs> which is not a controversial statement. I think that's obvious. Like 600 years ago, people were on average, what, like four foot something tall? I don't know, five foot tall? How? What's the average now? Like five, five. People are generally taller now um, around the world. I think men in the UK and the US are, I think average height's like five, yeah. nine, five, ten. Yeah, but it's a, bit lower, it's, fat, it's a bit lower than that. But worldwide, because there's other races that level it out, it ends up about five, five for men, believe it or not. Yeah, and women are like, what, 5'2"? I don't know, like but that. either way, yeah, but people are... So it's not. it wasn't a controversial statement, and he basically went on to say there will be things that surpass in the future that... I mean, I've read the book. It's a complicated book, and like I say, it's not even finished. So that worried me right from the off, because it's a little bit like, if you've... Because not only have you then misinterpreted Nietzsche's work, you've misinterpreted it in the same way Adolf Hitler did. <laughs> Like, I don't think he realised that's what he did. I don't think... It, and, and they went on that way of the whole interview. And I was like, are you not going to address the elephant in the room, which is that literally was Nazi thought? Like, I'm not even making a comparison. That literally is what they thought. We're going to be makes a race of supermen. I, I don't know what the... I'm, I'm trying not to make the com direct comparison because I, I don't think it's very kind to do that. But I really don't think they're thinking about this. People like Mussolini did the same thing. That's what fascism was. It was about being a strong man. Like, it's not a new idea. I don't understand why people think it's a new idea. It's not stoicism either. I'm, I'm trying to be balanced, but I failed <laughs> right at the start. I really have. I really tried, but it, yeah. Wow, if Andrew Tate is supposed to be the pinnacle of, like, the good evolved man, I don't want. <laughs> yeah. It's difficult. I don't know. I, I find it a bit difficult because, like I say, there's other interviews where he's actually a bit more drawn back and a bit more relatable. Like, there's some things that he says that, you know, have bearing. Like, there, there's there are, I don't know why he focuses on men. I suppose that's some experience. I think there are merit in his words when he says that people should or men should improve themselves and not give in to the temptations that they're giving into now. And if you just stick with that and work with that, then I think that's got a lot of merit. To be perfectly honest, I've the seen a lot of is, people like that. I'll be honest, most of the... Because I do think men need a role model, just like women have role models, yeah. men need role models. But what he says is nothing new. It's stuff you can read up in a self-help book. Yeah. Well, like I've, yeah. I've watched some political commentators on YouTube not the best way to get mm. information, but a lot of them have said the same thing and I don't want to get too political, but it's true that a lot of the stuff he says is more right wing. It leans more towards 
being conservative uh, you know, well, no, in a way. No, this is the strange crossover that started to happen and it really bothers me. Like you get people from the left and the right saying very similar things and that completely worries me because... Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone thinks that everyone, most people think that the Nazi party was a right-wing party, right? And they're right about that from a certain point. So it didn't start that way. What we had in the Nazi party throughout the 20s and maybe even early 30s was actually a, a big mix of left and right thinking. So you had a lot of socialist economics, mm-hmm. but you had a lot of right-wing thinking in terms of like the races and the race wars and all that kind of stuff. And it mixed together and it created this weird mix of things. And it wasn't until, I forget the actual date, but I want to say it's the late 20s, maybe a little bit later than that. Basically, you had Goebbels from the north they were much more socialist. Believe it or not, Goebbels was actually a lot more economically socialist than the Nazi party. A lot of people don't realise that he was. And then Hitler from Munich from the South, essentially, was a... Um, well, he was very right-wing. There's no way of putting it. Hitler was a very right-wing guy, and that's why most people end up with it. And there's a reason most people end up with the idea that Nazi party was a right-wing party, and that's because Hitler took over it, and he became that party. Like, he stomped out a lot of the left-wing ideas, and that's what it ended up being. Mm. And it worries me, like, you get people on both sides saying similar things from those sort of areas, and it's like... That's completely worrying. To me, it worries me a lot. Yeah, that's true. But even though Andrew Tate is not exactly the best form of a role model for men of any age group, he's not exactly the best role model for right wing or whatever. But... And what, I, what makes and you I think he's right? I'm not saying I disagree with you. What, make, what makes him right wing? Let's, but he let's is, flesh out properly. I would say his more his views on women are probably seen as more right wing. He's not 100, yeah. but it's women should stay home and do all the I work. I don't think he says that. Stuff. Yes, yeah, I, he I, does. I, I he doesn't think women should statement. work. Well, or drive. Yeah. I mean, call me old-fashioned, but I've always... I, I personally think the idea that women shouldn't have to work, but I wouldn't stop them from doing so if they wanted to. That's just my view. Yeah. Maybe it's an old-fashioned, maybe it's unpopular, but that's just my particular personal view. Mm. But his is women should do nothing but stay home and take care of the man, basically. Right. And well, yeah, But it makes sense because a lot of political commentators say, well, if you want men to have a better role model for the left wing then have someone do it because right now all the young men are looking towards Andrew Tate and he's not great. And men are looking for someone to look up to like teenagers, but yeah. there's not really like Jordan Peterson, Andrew Tate. Like I don't there's think not that, many I, good I don't, ideas I, I wouldn't compare there. those two. Well, I'm not comparing them. I'm yeah, saying the I, differences I in trying that. to find a role model when you're a teenager is limited. Whereas women, is it though? When we're teenagers, I mean, I, we have tons. I, is it though? Because I didn't grow up as a teenager looking to political figures. I think I grew up looking at Eminem or something. Yeah, but right? I, I just, you wouldn't I, really I, say how, how Andrew, that started, right? The thing is, you wouldn't really say Andrew Tate's a political figure. Yeah, Maybe no. recently he's becoming more of a something tied into politics. But right, and I think he said on, that himself, to be fair. It's, uh, it's someone on YouTube that you watch and then you yeah. inspire to be like. Right. Like some teenage girls look at influencers on Instagram and think, I want to be like that, even though it's it's not, it's not real. <laughs> yeah, it's unhealthy, unrealistic. Yeah, yeah it's like we were talking, I was, had Nick, uh, sorry, Dr. Onan uh, a couple of weeks ago. I saved her, I didn't say his name. <laughs> I had it, and he was going about the uh, Burj Khalifa, which is a big 
skyscraper. I think it's in Dubai. I might yeah. be wrong. And he said it's got not. No, I don't know how true it is. He said it hasn't got proper plumbing. So you basically have all like the shit trucks in the morning taking all of the shit out of the building. Mm-hmm. And that, and I said that doesn't make it. On, mm-hmm. I bet that doesn't make it onto the Instagram photos. So I know what you're saying. Like there's a whole thing behind what's actually I mean, going on actually, on those apps. 100%. I was actually looking about this earlier about why all these influencers go to Dubai and they're actually e. Courts. Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, they're escorts. Why did you want to say e-courts? Because some... I've been on the internet too long to the point where you have to censor everything you say. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd never yeah. had any sense of that word. They're, they're censoring it now on all the platforms. The Why? Escorts. Because that's another... No, you can't say suicide. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no, you can't, you can't say men. You can't say women. <laughs> it's terrible. You can't say suicide. Oh, right. You have to be like... They unalive. They unalive. They deleted. I just want to be clear. I mean, I always find this stuff pretty fascinating because I don't look any of it up. Like most people, I feel like they 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 follow. I don't. I just want to make clear that before we go on, I don't don't follow any of this stuff. Okay. (laughs) The only reason I know about this guy is really because I went out and looked for it myself. I'm totally disconnected on my phone. I'm totally dis. I don't receive any news at all. I have to physically go and look for it myself, and I I prefer it that way. I think that's the way things used to be in a way and I just prefer it that way and it, it's always difficult for me because there's all these people out there that say oh yeah he influences me he does this or she does that and I'm not influenced by hardly anybody mm. if any I mean yeah I, but that's I, you you're a grown grown adult man we're I've always like, when you were a teenager well, you didn't have people so, like yeah. this around. I mean, it's kind of, I don't want to lose you guys here, but I've just finished the first Lord of the Rings book and there's a character called Tom Bombadil who basically lives in the forest and Frodo gives him the one ring and he picks up and he looks at it and he just laughs to himself. So, oh, look at this. And then he sort of just puts it down and he's like the only character in the entire story where it's got no pull in him whatsoever. I just feel like that's me of a lot of these topics <laughs> because they. I just pick them up and just like... I mean, it did. it's been difficult for me with this one because beforehand I've only ever seen the Piers Morgan interview that he did with Andrew Tate and I found that um, I feel like I didn't get the decent look at him that was really required because he was very defensive in that interview Mm -hmm. and he was very much like uh, he was I wouldn't say he was being accused of things but you get what I'm saying so it was difficult for me to gauge what his personality really was and then I've and I still don't know if I'm honest because he like changes with each person that's talking to him. So it's really hard for me to tell what his personality even is now, to be honest. But the thing is... He's a narcissist. He's a narcissist. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't like to, to the... label people, though, like that. I'm just not so sure. But that's that type of behaviour. Yeah, but it doesn't make up... I mean, it's difficult. I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's just call him for really what he is. He's not a controversial figure. He's a grifter. That's yeah. what he is. I'm going to have to be the balancing fucking... force here, and I'm going to struggle a... doing this, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this up. Okay. He's a grifter. If you look at Andrew Tate's career over the years, he has changed. Like, I don't even know if he has an actual personality deep yeah. behind all that bravado. He was on Big Brother. Right, I see what you're saying, yeah. He was in on Big Brother. He yep. was on another dating show where a guy was actually being pretty abusive to a woman and he stood up for her. It was completely different back then. He mm. was a boxer. And now he's mm. saying all this controversial stuff. He's getting interviews. He's getting attention. Yeah, but is, it, I don't, is he doing it for that reason? Or is it, it because is. people... No, well, is it because people have come for him first? Which is they what he would probably say. They live-streamed themselves in prison. 
Yeah. 24-7. I don't know a lot. Him and his brother, they just did a live stream. It's for attention and money. It's attention and money. He's a grifter. That's it. Well, why does he need money? I mean, he did very well in his professional fighting career. Surely. Because it finished mm. years ago and that money yeah. don't yeah, last. But, I mean, when I mean have... he was a champion, though, so but you get you millions think, of dollars or pounds or when whatever. When you think of his lifestyle and how he's lived his life with all of his right. expenses, his Bugattis. <laughs> Bugattis. Right, I didn't get that All his houses, far, where he's lived, all the escorts, all that stuff. That mm. money don't last forever. Yeah. Right. And if he wants to keep his lifestyle up, he needs a consistent fund. And that's, that's what it is. He's the biggest grifter currently. And to be fair, that kind of stuff happens all okay. the time. Well, you know, I've got a question for you, which I f- found difficult to deal with in the sense that he used to run a webcamming business, right? Human trafficking yeah. business. Well, no, there's no evidence of that. Uh, yes, oh. there is. That's why he was arrested. I don't think that it was in relation to him running that company from it years was. ago. I, I don't know about that. Yeah, he was wanted in the US. He moved to Romania. Uh, well, he, he, was I, only, he was holding girls against their will. He was holding girls against their will. Making them do stuff. One of them was an American woman, which is why they were after him. I mean, I don't know, because I don't know too much about the case. I've tried not to be involved in that part of it for the simple reason I don't think it's really concluded yet. If I'm honest, that's the reason I thought it was not my business. But there's substantial evidence. There's actually deleted videos of him back in the day on his YouTube channel actually talking about how he was trafficking these these women. What what do you mean? Let's get it clear. What do you mean by trafficking exactly? Because everyone always uses these words, and they it's like when, you know, no, it's... uh, what what do you mean by that word he, exactly? Let's define it. He was oh, sorry. No, he was saying about how he would find a girl online on a dating app. He would seduce her, make her fall in love with him. He'd be right. like, right, if you want to stay here with me, you need to do this cam thing, and you need to give me this money, and then we'll be together. And they'll rinse and repeat. And he even so it's he's, pimping basically. He's yeah. documented right. doing this, but he's not letting these women leave when they want to. He's holding them against their will. Keeping them coming. Hang on, wait, wait. Hang on, though. We need to be a bit careful here because when you say, and I'm not agreeing or disagreeing, I'm not, I'm just trying to be objective and be a bit balanced. So when you say against their will, do you mean they still have the choice to leave, but they don't want to leave because they'd lose what they have? And we need to be careful because if it's that, or if it's literally he is holding them there and they cannot physically leave. You see what I mean? We've got to be very careful with that because but the definition is a bit different. When you have that kind of emotional I manipulation, I understand on, that. Especially I, a girl. I, I really understand that, but we have to be careful because one is a criminal act and one's a lot more. Well, gray that's area. why he was wanted. Well, that's why well, I'm that's asking that question. Is that what he was well. actually doing? Is, is was he physically holding them? That is what I'm trying to ask. The, yeah, that's the what American I mean. We have one. to be careful. I think with the that. American one was. Okay. That's the because confirmed she was one. Lord to Romania, wasn't she? Yeah. And then kept her, yeah. I'm not agreeing with the idea that if you get them a, a woman in a situation, you should be able to do that, regardless of the situation. I don't agree with it. I'm just trying to say that in terms of a criminal law, I don't know where that stands because it's not te- it's a technically a different thing, well, isn't it? That's why he's wanted. That's why he keeps right. being arrested, keeps getting released, re arrested. That's why mm. all this drama that that is why okay. they believe that they have evidence against him, mm. but at the same time, it just seems a bit of a mess at the moment. Yeah, like I say, you probably know more about it, and I, I didn't look at that bit too much because I always feel a bit impolite personally trying to judge someone before a judge has actually got the chance to do it. <laughs> you know, personally, but um, I, I mean, if what you say is true, I guess it. We'll see what happens. I guess. 
really. I mean, that's what fact, you can do, isn't it? And the fact that the only reason he was caught in Romania because he was hiding was because he did a video response to Greta Thunberg who like told me he had a small dick or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And right. the pizza box gave away where he's from. And the fact right. that the police watched think- this video and actually used that to pound on him. I think, you know, he responded to that and he said they knew I was the whole time. Yeah, but... I don't know. I, that, I didn't really understand what he was saying because I didn't know about that situation. But... more confirmation that they're actually going to the right place and that video kind of, yeah, right. confirmed it. Maybe. Maybe it was a confirmation. I don't know. Because all they had to do was talk to the pizza place and get the address. Yeah. Ask what name they used. Well, no, I don't know if they can give away if they had a warrant. that kind if of information. I don't know how it works in yeah. Romania. It might be different in Romania. Maybe. But... The fact that he bragged well, about how much Romania is good because they're really lax on their rape laws. Yeah. That probably wound them up a little bit, I can imagine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you imagine if you were the mayor or the leader of the country, you'd look at that and you think, oh, well, I'm not going to have that. Yeah. You know, that, you'd make an example out of yeah. that, wouldn't you? But um, that was a bit of a silly move. But he tried, I understand a bit more now. So he was trying to allege that um, the CIA, which I thought this, I mean, I didn't know about any of this, but I thought it was completely mad, to be perfectly honest with you. He alleged that, or alleges that the CIA has been investigating the last 10 years of his life and they haven't found anything. And I just thought that was mad because I kind of thought to myself, the CIA, I'm not saying they're, the, <laughs> they're known to be the most, you know, good force out there in the world. I mean, my views on the Kennedy assassination aside on that one, I suppose, but like... um like these are people that tracked down Al Qaeda terrorists and like people that were in the Islamic State and wherever else in the world that are causing real devastation in the world, but yet I I don't, but yet he's on that much into himself where he thinks that this organization that is doing that is so interested in him. And the reason he gave for it was because he's part of the culture war and he's influencing so many people and waking them up. And I thought to myself, so we're left with kind of three options there then, aren't we? Which is number one, you are completely mad, right? Because that's (laughs) such a mad thing to think, right? And that's fairly kind because at least then he's not in his own mind thinking it, right? And then we're left with the second one, which is, it's actually happening. And then you have to to ask yourself, well, if that is actually happening, then how deep does that go? Because that means everything he's saying is true and we are living in a matrix, which is incredibly, incredibly unlikely. Mm -hmm. Like, the world is so chaotic that it's so incredibly unlikely that one person can have control over so much of it all times like that. And that's why it's so unlikely, right? Because everything is far more slippery like water, right? And but then we've got the third option, which is he genuinely thinks that, but it's not actually happening, which I think is probably the most likely. Well, I'll be honest. If I'm honest. He he is being investigated by the FBI for human human trafficking. No, no. I want to make this clear. Like, the FBI... FBI... I understand because that's an internal force in the USA for US citizens that are breaking the law across different states. That's my understanding of it. I suppose I should ask you, right? Yeah. I yeah. think FBI is more in the country, whereas CIA FBI is, is fully internal. So then, yeah. If we go by that logic, no. then 
with him committing these crimes over in America, then going over to America. Yeah, no, I completely understand, like, the FBI part. I Because they also come after people in other countries of breaking copyright but law and things I'm, like that. What I'm saying is that. CIA, if he's committing these crimes in different countries, now, wouldn't, surely the CIA would also want to get involved. Yeah, but the CIA works, on, it's the same as Homeland Security in a way, they work on the basis of if you're a national security threat. But how is Andrew Tate a national security threat? Do you see what I'm saying? That's yeah. the different level that they work at. And if they are actually doing it, you have to wonder about yourself how much funding has been wasted on that. There should be being help being done by internal forces like the FBI, mm. which are designed to take on criminals like that if he is a, a criminal they in what he's done. probably have like one agent or a couple agents doing it, but I can't imagine but they this have a whole is like, team I just, to it. I just really want to understand the, the difference of escalation between the FBI and CIA in the... Like, the FBI will come after you if you're running Pirate Bay, right? And they'll come after the country that you're living in because you're breaking US copyright law, right? But they're not... <laughs> the CIA aren't going to do that. They're not interested in that. If they came across it, they might not even pass it to the FBI because they're not, you know, historically known to get on with each other anyway. Well, he's so, so delusional that you know he thinks he's that important. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And it's a little bit like, these are guys that literally tried to find bin Laden. These are guys that literally were trying to find nuclear weapons in Iraq, although we won't get into that one. <laughs> like, these were guys that were literally doing that kind of high-level military operations, but you think that you're a military operation? I, if it is true, then it's mad. It's mad. It's mad if it is true, and it's mad if it isn't He's going to militarise... <laughs> Escorts, yeah. <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying? Like, how is it the CIA? Well, maybe, why would they even care? Maybe he's being investigated, just not by the CIA, and uh, for human trafficking rather than being a part of the culture wars. God, or maybe I know. tax I, evasion or something. Tax usually evasion they look into taxes as well. They usually only go for that with the stuff in house left, though, don't they? With yeah. like Al Capone. How much money do him. you owe us? Uh, yeah. They did take away all his Bugattis. Did they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. They took away like his computers and stuff as well. Yeah. <laughs> but he would say to you if he was here now that you're just jealous of what he's got. I mean, that's what he would say. He would say that you know you're not doing well enough. That's why you're you're jealous of the things that I have because I've gone out there, I've worked for it, and I've yes. been a success. I have penis envy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't I'm say so that. Jealous. Oh, yeah, I didn't quite, say that. But like, when you think about it, it's quite Freudian what he talks about. You think, oh, no, no, you're jealous. Exactly. No, and I thought that was, I thought it was very interesting because I thought, like, I started to the point where I started to look at him a bit like a psychological patient in a way, and I want to back that up because there was parts where he goes into depression, which I find really interesting to be honest with you, because he tries to say that you people take antidepressants now because. Oh, this was difficult to sit through, if I'm honest, because I've read quite a lot of young and stuff like that as well. I'm quite well read in a lot of these areas, so it was difficult to sit through this and take it seriously. And he tried saying that depression at some point, I don't think he outright said it wasn't real, but he tried saying a lot of people take out the presence now because they don't want to do better in their life. And they're like, I know people that are genuinely depressed because of number one of situations that have happened in their life that are completely beyond their control. I'm talking about people dying or they've been born with certain conditions or they're genetically disposed to actually get those chemical imbalances. There's all kinds of different things, but yet antidepressants bad. That's basically his argument. Go Jim. But that was Go basically, Jim. No that was basically his argument. It's as if he was kind of completely trying to, uh, to undermine a lot of psychological work that's happened in the last hundred years, just, maybe. I, just don't be sad. I you know? think he did <laughs> have a, a rough childhood, I think. 
I watched some yeah, sort so, of so have I to it in a sense, but, but I've not gone and said that, have but I? But the people who had rough childhoods, usually they grow up might have depression at some point. And it, feels it, a little it sounds bit like, like he's gone past depression and now he's delusional. Yes. I have no, to be no, delusional no, no. to I, hide the depression. I don't yeah. think it's delusion. I think it's just repression. Like... But, I think that's what a lot of men do. And I want to touch on the point that he's not a stoic. Like I, I, I've, I've actually read Marcus Aurelius's book. I said this before we started and he was, he practiced his stoicism. He practiced it when he was the Roman emperor. And I've read, I didn't read all of it. I read like three quarters of it, but it's a tough read. And it was a book that was written a long time ago. And it's been translated. I think it was originally written in ancient Greek. So it was, it was a tough read. And stoicism is nothing about repressing emotions or rejecting them and trying to be successful and, and being the strong man. It's absolutely nothing to do with that. Like it's about understanding the spiritual nature of the world that you're living in. Right. Taking in that wisdom and then using a logical process to make the best decision possible. That's totally different from anything that they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even the same thing. And a lot of Stoics, well, some of them, link that with their gods of the time. And I suppose he does, Andrew Tate does mention God, I guess, but yeah. it's not Stoicism. The thing <laughs> is. Because Stoicism would be classed as paganism. Also, as well, he would say. You know, oh, you're jealous because I'm successful and you're not successful. Mm -hmm. But what I feel like success is very different depending on the human. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. In his life, to me, that's not successful. Yeah. And some people, their idea of success, maybe we're having a nice family, some kids, Mm. a house, you know, just you're, you're not struggling with money. You've got a nice family. You're glad of where you live. You're happy with your job. Yeah. Success. Mm hmm. I wouldn't put down success to me as having loads of money but being an asshole. I would say his is yes. more materialistic. Materialistic. Yeah. And and do you know what? If he wasn't attacking anybody else and calling them the losers, you would actually say, well, that's a part of success that well done for well done you. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And it's also like I was saying to you before we started as well, like, well, if he lit, and this is something I found completely interesting, if he lived at the same time as Leonardo da Vinci, right? You know, the crazy Italian guy who got in his workshop, invented the helicopter like centuries before anyone else even thought of it. They used the des- his design. Bridges that he designed still stand to this day in Europe, you know. Yeah. He would have thought that Leonardo da Vinci was a mad guy who couldn't get any women whatsoever and was completely <laughs> unsuccessful. Yeah. <laughs> if we go by his ideology and his way of thinking, that's who Leonardo da Vinci would have been to him. Yeah, now that's yeah. the biggest genius humanity has ever produced, and that's saying something. The but guy at that could time, write. We did it the guy could know. basically write yeah. simultaneously with both hands. I, I, that blows my mind. Completely blows my mind. He could write backwards. He could write with his left hand, his right hand. I mean, I can write with. I'm left-handed, but I can write with my right hand, and it's possible. I couldn't <laughs> sit there and do what he used to do. That's crazy. I've read a lot of his. Um, notes from his workshop and things like that. And to be honest, they sound mad because he's such he's such a scattered genius. The way that he writes is so difficult. One minute he'll be talking about the sun, the next minute he's talking about painting. And it's just like, oh my God, I've got no idea what you're talking about. Like, the I earliest no known form about. of ADHD. I was just about to say that, yeah. the earliest person so of ADHD. Maybe, but, but it makes you really think, doesn't it? And it makes you realise that this whole strongman successful thing, it's like, I don't have a problem with that. Like, I wouldn't consider myself an unsuccessful person myself, but what I don't really do is go on and say, well, you know, you're doing this and that's not, it's not for me to define what success, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Yeah. And also, I'll say this. You could have all the money. You could be extremely wealthy. But if you're going to be a complete tool or a douche, <laughs> you ain't, you're not going to get a good woman yeah. at all. We're asking oh, him how know, successful yeah. he feels when he's dying alone in his deathbed with his receding hair. Well, yeah, but you can go both ways of that, can't you? Because you can also say, well, you know, is success the fact that you've been with one person all your life? Again, this is an objective way of looking at it and you, it inverts on itself a little bit. So I think you've got to be a little bit careful when you come at someone with that as well, maybe, you know? Yeah, but there are men that go out there and say, look, I have all this money. I don't want gold mm-hmm. diggers, but... None of the good women want them because of how they well, treat women. I mean, yeah. we, I think you've also got to accept that if you do do better in life and you gain some things, you do end up with more people wanting to be around you. I mean, to an extent, I guess it depends on your personality as well. But it's not like we can't deny that that's not a true statement. But the problem really is, is that do you define that as success? And I've got no, no. idea. That's the problem, isn't it? And it's, his, you know, like we pointed out earlier, his success, his idea of success is completely materialistic. Yeah. It's yeah. very materialistic. And that's why it's not stoicism. <laughs> which spiritual. is quite annoying because when he's preaching, you know, oh, I'm I'm being an idol, a role model for men to help them get back, you know, men being men and that. It's like, no, you're just talking about money. Money does not make a full man. Yeah. No, 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 you're right, yeah. 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 <laughs> No, Did I, I make agree. a point? I, a coherent point? Well, <laughs> you make lots of coherent <laughs> but, um But if the personality is not there, you, like I said, you could have all the money, but no personality. I mean, I feel bad for him to an extent because, like, I wouldn't want to have spoken many years ago. I mean, let's say, I mean, I've just started this podcast, what, this year? And let's say... I don't know, in the unlikely event, it becomes this worldwide renowned podcast, right? And in like five, ten years' time, someone's going back to like an early episode, this is what this guy thought then. And it's like, I wouldn't like that. And I wouldn't like everyone else jumping on top of that and saying, this is who he is, because I would feel defensive as well. Like in the Piers Morgan interview, he was very defensive. And I kind of got why. Like he wasn't making a lot of sense because he was kind of, almost contradicting himself. But when you're defensive, you do that because you just want someone to stop asking you the questions. And I feel bad for anybody in that situation. And he did open up a little bit more towards the end. And I think a lot of his problem actually is he's never really grown that level of, I don't know if the right word's maturity. That, uh, oh, yeah. Do you he, get what I'm say saying? Emotional like, maturity. Yeah. Or emotional intelligence. Yeah, maybe. I remember watching a video about Andrew Tate talking about his dad. Right. Now, his dad actually sounds like what he acts like now. His Mm. dad seemed like a proper abusive asshole to him and his brother and his mother. Yeah, and it's difficult. I mean, look at someone like Michael Jackson and the difficulties he had throughout his entire life because of his father. I mean, it's Mm. not as if some things happen beyond our control. So I don't like to be too... I mean, I guess I went in pretty strong right at the start, but... I'm, I get really annoyed when people butcher philosophy, to be honest. So, yeah. yeah, that's unsettling. I mean, but he didn't learn from the mistakes his father made. He just doubled down on it and is heading in the same but direction. Some people do, though, unfortunately. Yeah, when you're in an abusive situation, mm-hmm. sometimes the abuse can become an abuser. Yeah. Because yeah. they mimic and what they know. Little, little boys yeah. watching their mom be abused by their dad is... 
you and grow up and abuse women like your dad did or you grow up and try to defend women like your mom. And the fact that his brother is very similar to him, it just speaks volumes to me about maybe it could be that a lot of his ideas, he's just trying to emulate the only man he had in his life. Who's who's older, his brother or... Him? Uh, him. Usually the eldest. So he's pretty much kind of... Sounds like he dragged his brother along like, yeah, let's think this way. Yeah. I just think he's a more complicated figure than the people who attack him give him credit for. And that, I mean, that's my view. I I don't like the way that he refers to women sometimes, to be perfectly honest with you, because, uh, well, I... Exploiting women for financial gain. It's not, really, it's not, re- it's not really that. It's just that some of the things it's... Uh, there was a line that I it was in one of the I forget what it was now so I'm not I won't be able to mention it but yeah some of the things I, I really want to back it up but I've forgotten it uh, uh, women seeing women sent high value women low value women it feels like very much like women are objects yes yeah yeah which is kind of which is surprising, kind of but yeah. not surprising because nowadays women have been shown as objects for decades now yeah, sexual objects. We evolve. We don't live in primal brain. We're not no. like ooga booga, stone rock. <laughs> we can get our own career. We don't necessarily need a man to have kids. It, not nowadays. We, well, you do to an extent. You just go to a sperm bank. Yeah, but that came from a man. So. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> saying, I'm not saying we don't need men. <laughs> but we don't have to have sex with we one. Don't, you don't have to <laughs> sleep with a man is what she means. Yeah. I think it helps. Ah, well, I mean, I, I mean, I, medical intervention probably helps. What I'm trying to well. what I'm trying to say is, I think the one thing that, that's never really been solved by feminism because it can't be, is the fact that a woman is very vulnerable when they have children. And I don't think there's ever yeah, been a really good. I don't think there's been a good solution for that. I mean, the government have tried crazy. to do things with like long maternity leaves and things like that, but there's only so much we can do as people to overcome that one. And that's the one that we've never been able to deal with because it's the one thing we can never be equal about, yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah, women are vulnerable Sorry. because men. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke, no, no, by the way. It's it's men, it's, response like, it's, it's like men saying we need to protect women. What are you protecting them from? Oh, so. from men. <laughs> I don't want this to become some bitch and sesh. You know I mean? like, <laughs> He's such a bitch. Have you seen his jawline? Oh, like, no. oh my god! Don't get one. <laughs> how well, does he? How does he do the pillowcases? <laughs> I mean, let's also not take away the fact that he has won a lot of professional fights and did very well in that area of his life. And I think, you know, if it, it's someone like Tyson Fury, I don't, you guys probably don't watch a lot of boxing. I, I, was, go- I was going to watch um, that show on Netflix. Oh, let's 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 take out what has Netflix done to a subscription program? By the way, like they've taken that. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> honestly, Netflix they have taken they've taken out the. So mindset, they've stopped other people using it from different locations. Fine, whatever. But there's you've got to pay six pounds if you want to view Netflix with ads. I don't pay okay. something Wait. to watch. No, this is how they they just this is how it works now. You've got to pay eleven pounds to watch it in HD um, with now ads, and then it's like sixteen pounds for like full on four K. And I thought to myself, I can get Amazon Prime for eight pounds a month with all the delivery stuff on top of it, and music and god knows what else i thought to myself are they even trying anymore what are they doing that's such a terrible marketing choice i can watch netflix on the computer and on my phone on my laptop no problem no ads no asking me oh is this let's let's not say stuff that's not technically legal ad block i'm not saying but amazon the, the fire stick will still ask me 
hey, is this your household? Because you were using your own account in the location well, all, all the time. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, Ad blockers. But um, <laughs> what was I saying before that we've completely gone off there? Yeah, you know, I really like that guy because he's someone that talks actually talks about mental health. Actually, he's talked about it quite a lot of times and all the hard times that he's had and he's very genuine about it. And I think that's why people love him, to be perfectly honest with you, because he's just he's someone that will get in the ring, tries hardest to win the fight, and he does. He'll have a sing-song afterwards. He's, you know, he's loving it. He's celebrating his life. Then he talks about all the hard times he's having. People are like, you know, that's a really genuine guy. He's been through all that sort of stuff and he's still fighting hard. With Andrew Chait, it's just not like that, is it? It's like, I've won 76 professional fights and this is all the good stuff that I'm doing this is how great I am and everyone's just and I just feel a little bit like you just don't get it you really, don't, you don't get what being so like, great till recently the yeah. thing is like you don't get like you can become a champion physically by winning the fight but you don't become a champion of people's minds and hearts by saying what you're saying and that's yeah. really the sad point I, but I feel bad for him because it's almost like it's like you guys say it's like he hasn't been taught that and yeah. it's hard to overcome Especially your childhood program um, in a way. Males, young males, they mm. they need that. It's almost kind like of role an overcompensation, yeah. and I don't know why. Because, like I say, he's done very well physically. Yeah. So I don't know why he needs to do. <laughs> but it. if you're not being taught, especially by a father figure that you have in your life, still, mm. as you get older, you're gonna be weird. Yeah. Weird <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Maybe he should spend more time closing his mouth. And just do more boxing. <laughs> I, I, do you know? I, I, I am. I did get genuinely worried about the Alex Jones interview. Um, sorry, the twist that the change the point there slightly because I'm really not trying to make like direct comparisons with the Nazis or anything. But what I picked up from that interview was, but this is from both of them, by the way. And Alex Jones had this weird thing that he was kind of like licking his ass throughout most of it as well. It was like, oh, my Isn't son watches just, you. So you've weird. changed, his, you've changed my Alex son's Jones. life. Yeah, that's just him. And it was like, oh, my God. But anyway, um, they basically, and they were ranting each other. Like towards like the middle and the end, they were just ranting about everything like really loud shouting and i just thought to myself <laughs> it's like it almost sounds and like they have low testosterone and they're trying to make up for no, it no no but loud. like there was this bit where like they kept talking about the slave race the slave and that is a nietzschean concept which has completely been butchered by them the neat basically um <laughs> he basically nietzsche hated christianity hated it he wrote so many things against it it was unreal he just couldn't stand it right and he basically said that you had the priest class who were um would come out and they could they weren't as strong as like the warrior class so what they had to do is they had to mentally control them and say well you shouldn't do that you should be kind and then they got control of everything which in a cynical view of how the history has gone that's true but it's not completely true because that's not the only reason the church existed right there's many different reasons it existed but to an extent, that is a true point. But it's it's just kind of... I just thought the whole thing was ridiculous because the way that they were explaining it, they were basically saying there's these globalists at the top who are controlling everything. I mean, I get worried for that because I could just switch that word out for Jews, right? Bell. I'm not saying that's what yeah. they were saying. and I'm not saying that's what they meant. But if I change that word... That would be very similar to some old taxes I've heard before in the past. And maybe they don't realise that's what they're doing. So there's, and there is, to be fair, a lot of evil corporations out there doing certain things they shouldn't be doing. 100%, like Bill Gates stuff, very true. 
But the way that they dealt with that is basically they're saying they're trying to control you. You're in a matrix. They're trying to bring you down. They're trying to make you take out the present. They're trying to make you do this. I'm going to be the strong man. I'm going to save you. I'm going to get you moving again. It's kind of like that's literally history repeating itself right there. That ideology is not a new ideology. Mm. That is an old way of doing the same thing. Well, it's like they say, those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. And that's just what keeps happening over and over. I don't want to make a direct comparison because it sounds a bit ridiculous, but, it's, it's but you similar. can see how it's erring into the right same areas. I mean, there's, did you guys watch the Louis Ferro documentary that he is recent one? He went to the US and he went and he followed the uh, the Q anon stuff no, and all that sort of thing. Fo- but there's one? guys who are like 20 something, early 20s, like white guys, and they're basically saying, we think that the US should be a predominantly white nation or a completely white race nation. <laughs> I mean, that's that's Nazi. That's exactly yeah. what that is. I mean, everyone doesn't understand that the World War II is basically a race war. Yeah. I mean, the that, that's what it was. still exists in the US. You know yeah, what I mean? No, it's but terrible. it's the fact that they were just outright saying it like that. And it worries me that these, I know these people are on the fringes still, but you can see it just slowly creeping in and no one's saying, this has happened before. Like, with, with <laughs> COVID, it's not like this is a new thing. With COVID, that's when they really got their rise because they had uh, yeah. the COVID conspiracies. And then they started going for Asians as well. You have middle-aged women be- joining QAnon because of the COVID theories and they're not really looking into what they're actually joining. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the people who don't actually feel like researching yeah. the theories. They're like, they read it and they're like, oh, it's they're like, oh they must be true. They think <laughs> COVID is a hoax. Cool, I'm on board. Little do they know they're siding with modern-day Nazis. <laughs> like, I mean, once COVID yeah. started, all those uh, 5G... Conspiracy oh. theories start going Well, on. you haven't said that. I mean, I, I, you said there are if there is research that's gone into um, Wi-Fi and things like that. That opens the blood-brain barrier and actually can cause you. I don't know about harm, but it can cause you. I can't it's imagine it causes wild. you. Well, yeah, but it, we can't deny that that sort of interference is is affecting the brain. So there is true, but the extent that they were trying to say it to, you, there's no evidence of that. No. Yeah. Also, didn't they say that JFK was coming back from the dead and there was actually like thousands of QAnon people? I, do you know, I wish he would, just, just, just so he could disband the CIA finally to a private interview. But, you know, yeah. yeah. Just... I really need to do a Kennedy episode at some point because I've got a lot to say on that one now, actually. It was the yeah, government, did it? No. Not, I'm going to save it. I'm going to yeah, save, save it. it. I'm Don't saving it because it it's 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 juicy. If you watched the Umbrella Academy, it was the no, timekeepers did it. Okay, <laughs> he had to right. die otherwise it causes a war and nukes the world. So he had to die. So have we have we um, said all there is to say about? Have you guys got any more? That you want to... I mean, we could talk about why he's a terrible person all night, but it ain't going to do much. <laughs> I don't think he's a terrible... Uh, but I don't know about all the criminal side of it because I just found a lot of this out. But in terms of what I've watched, I don't think he's a terrible person. I just think he's someone that has a lot to think about. Oh, he's not going to think. He's a terrible person. And yes. yeah, make, I would say mm. after this podcast, if you really look into the allegations and come up with your own conclusion. I will that. when they have a verdict. It's just the way I am. Uh, okay. I, I, it's just, honestly, I, I, I don't know. But also, you're asking two women who don't really identify in any way politically. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you don't You don't say, you don't do that shit to women. You don't talk about women like that and think you're going to get 
all the women in the world that are so hot. It's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, I I would say I'm pretty central in politics myself. I don't yeah. really lean right and I don't lean too far left either. I'm pretty I'll, I'll mid. Mm. And yeah, I'd say Andrew Tate is just fucking awful. And do you know what? Actually, I have a gripe to bring up now, right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they say about The Matrix, they love to use, oh, yeah, The Matrix. I heard that a lot. The Matrix. I've got you on the sand that, because well, he did this in an episode recently when I brought that up and said maybe we could be it. I didn't mean it in the political context that they were saying it. Yeah. I was saying it in the philosophical sense that yeah. it's actually perfectly reasonable that it could be the case, right? I didn't mean it in the sense of there's these people at the top controlling everything we do inside this Matrix. And it, that, that bit is a ridiculous part in my no, opinion no the ridiculous part is he's very anti-trans the matrix is a movie done by two trans oh, sisters and it's an allegory it it's well, an allegory it's for not, trans like, things so the fact that all these right-wing nutters that have no thing is, like, though, like the thing is it's not though like because when they made the first three movies they they weren't that they were the they were the brothers right We've got to accept that. So it it seems like one of those things that they've come out with after the fact and been like, I can, the problem with the Matrix is, the problem with those movies is you can interpret them and and they even address this in the latest one they made. You can interpret it in any way that you want because it's so open-ended like that. I can definitely see why they've had this transition afterwards and I don't have any comment on that. That they've had this transition afterwards and they've come out with, oh, that's what we're... And I don't think they really... I think they disagree on that. That's why one of them left the movie, I think, personally. But the, all the I'm saying is I just think it's pretty ironic that they use, oh, take the red pill, take the blue pill. Yeah. So why do you think there's people out there that need that, need that red pill, is it? Why is it? Why is there people out there? I don't... That's not where do I think it. There's people out there that need this conspiracy. Let's address, it's so, such let's a strange address it from what it really is. It's main character syndrome. Everyone wants to oh, feel yeah. like they're part so. of with, something special. With the rise of TikTok in the last, what, three, four years, yeah. everyone wants to be the main character. Is yes. that why it doesn't affect me in any way? Probably. Because, like, so, like I don't want to liken myself to Tom Bombadil in the stories, but there's a bit of that in there in the sense that I'm not the main character. I could be if I wanted to, maybe, I don't know. But, like, at the same time, I don't No care. one's the like, main character. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying, though? Like, it, I mean, it, it doesn't seem to affect me. It's a up story. Sorry. It's very... There's only yeah. certain subjects, like philosophy and stuff, if you really butcher it, I'll really come at you. But. but what it really is, is people want to feel special. They want to feel different. They want to feel like they're fighting against science and they're really a part of science special. And that's so what it is. So they'll make something up out of thin air and like, say we're fighting it. Oh, yeah, look, the CIA and the upper people are after us and I'm fighting. It's a way to feel important. It's like yeah. you've never grown up since being a teenager and think, oh, maybe I'm it's secretly like an energy vampire. Instead mm. of being in misery all the time because of something you can't change or being delusional and saying, yeah. I'm this, I'm that, whatever. I'm a cat. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, that sometimes it gets pretty outlandish, but it... That's. I just, forgot where I was going. <laughs> it just it just boils down to people want to feel special. They do, yes. They want to feel uh, unique. They want to feel like they're important somehow in this big, vast universe. And I think that could be the parents' fault as well, mm-hmm. because now we're in the age of technology. A lot of the younger generations have grown up in front of screens, and their parents just pop them right down in front of yeah. it and don't pay attention to them. It could be the parents' fault, or they could just 
be heading towards? My only concern with this is that there are genuinely people out there who don't read in the same way that I've read in terms of, and I wouldn't expect people to, to like read the hard reads, the Nietzsche, Marcus Aurelius, all that kind of stuff, and understand what his philosophy was and what stoicism is and understand those things. And then we get people like this who come out and who've never read that stuff, who reject basically modern psychology, a lot of modern psychology, which is for the benefit of many people. Mm. Um, and say, oh, you shouldn't be taking antidepressants, you shouldn't be doing this, you should just be repressing all your emotions and all the rest of it. And my, and then calling it stoicism, which is <laughs> completely bizarre. My concern is there's a lot of people out there who are already believing this. Yeah. And this is my only real big gripe with Andrew Tate it's the lack of responsibility. Like he talks about like, Oh God, and how he's on a mission from God and all the rest of it. Or, like, was that the way he, what he said? Or was it, I might be misquoting him there to be fair. It's something like something about God and how like, you know, God's behind and there's God's plan. There was one bit where he said that the, the universe bends towards truth. And for me, in terms of philosophy, that is, I don't, for me personally it's a ridiculous statement because i think that the world bends towards chaos for the simple reason chaos is the fuel that pushes forward towards order which is the end and i don't i don't know what truth has I, got to do with it i would to just be perfectly say it's random i don't wouldn't say it's all chaos, chaos or all right. but that is that is chaos yeah it's, chaos it's, killed the dinosaurs it's, it's so for example it was the flat earth so for example people have different names for it they would say like god or whatever i wouldn't say god i would say order right and I would say that the world flows in chaos and it tends towards the flow towards what the order is, right? But I wouldn't say all that that's true. Just feel like shit happens. <laughs> oh, all shit happens. <laughs> fuck all that. Just fuck all that. Life you know? happens, we all die. <laughs> Maybe I should talk to uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Maybe. And just be like, Here's shit another one. Happens. What about <laughs> um, Van Gogh? Who'd have thought he was a layabout? A failed painter. He chopped his ear off. He's fucking exactly. <laughs> no, no, he would have said, "What a loser!" No, I'm if we go by his based. contemporary logic, though, that's where we are. He doesn't even leave his house. He just paints inside all the time, and he chopped yeah. his ear off. He's a loser. Man's yeah. based. You know? I mean, Do you know what I'm saying? Imagine though? what I he would have ridiculous. said about Abraham Lincoln when he freed the slaves. Oh God! Oh yeah. Well, no, I don't know if we should that. do that. I, I don't know Lincoln about that. He was a sexy bitch. He was. You and presidents, honestly, mm. it's never ending, is it? <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. No. He's not a, Trump? He's, he's in jail. A, oh, God, Abraham no. Lincoln, as much as I admire him, or, uh, you know, he admired him. Well, I don't know the way of saying it. He is not a sex symbol. Uh, hell yeah. I don't then know. again, he's you, very tall. Yeah, you've got a thing for very tall men. He's tall, very tall. I'm very deep voice. He has facial hair. <laughs> he didn't have yeah. a deep voice. A, a damn good hat. He was actually soft. I guess he was quite soft spoken and he actually didn't have a deep voice. A lot and he of helped free the slaves. He also had a very um, sad did that. life <laughs> as well. So he had to. He had, did have depression really bad as well. well so his partner, Andrew Tate made fun of him for that. His partner also had bipolar disorder, supposedly. And 
I think what both his sons died. One of them died. Just I don't know if there were two of them died. And he got fucking assassinated. That's hot as fuck. That's rock. How star. is that hot as fuck? <laughs> Are you a necro? No. I mean, like it's God. very rock star way to go. You know, in the theater, yeah. assassinated. I, mean, I don't think he would have agreed with you. Personally, no, but, but uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Actually, now I'm thinking maybe I do have a thing for president. I don't know. You do, yeah. yeah. Thanks to him, I got a day off school every year. So yeah. All right. <laughs> So uh, I liked that. I mean, like I said, I've tried to be balanced today. Um, I found this one very difficult, to be honest, um, because it's drained me, actually. I'm not easily mentally drained by topics, but this one really did mentally drain me. I I came away every time I listened to an interview just feeling dejected. You would have to find someone who's so delusional that they think they're an alpha male and would take his side but i don't, don't know anyone like that i don't necessarily disagree with the biological side of it to an extent but i don't take it as far as these guys seem to take it it's ridiculous do you know does that make sense and please if you're depressed do not repress it yes <laughs> get don't help. repress it please, please get help get help antidepressants are fine therapy is also condition. fine yeah just get help, please. Just remember. Stop it. To, get some help. Get some help. To all the people listening. Male or female or anyone, if you think you are depressed, please see a doctor. Yes. Don't just think, oh, but I just won't be. I'll well, just shut it is, down until I explode I don't, this is the, But this is the thing, like, with Nietzsche, like, he, his philosophy on the will to power was, it was never finished, so it's not even fair to comment on it, really. But he was trying to self-affirm people, for them to find themselves to affirm the things they want to do in life and to be positive and to now I think there's a difference between that and going really far and saying I've got to be the strong superman which is not what he said there's a difference between self-affirming and there will be people that are much better than us in the future if we keep self-affirming there's a difference between that and we've got to build an Aryan race we've got to be the strong man we've got to do that and I just think it's it's so philosophically dense and that's why I found it so difficult to sit through a lot of it because it was like, just bloody pick up a book from the people you're trying to read from because it's wrong. He could, but he wouldn't be able to absorb it and understand what any of it means. I don't don't consider him unintelligent though. I just think that... (laughs) Bukai. I don't think he's unintelligent. I don't think he's a quote-unquote intellectual person, but I don't consider him unintelligent. I think his, his... I think really his problem is that he has a mental condition, which isn't meant to attack him by saying that. There's a mental condition and he would probably benefit for a lot for actually trying to get someone to analyse it and seeing if there's anything missing in his brain in terms of chemicals, in terms of moods or things like that. And I, because when he says, oh, don't be depressed, it's almost like he's saying, I am depressed and I've got to keep fighting so I'm not. And like, number one, most people are on that level, I feel, anyway. And number two, it's like, just say, actually, could you figure out what's going on in here by a trained professional? You There's nothing wrong with forever. doing that, though. It and But he, it's been he's so frustrating. Cause it's so me- stuck in it. He thinks that's perceived as weak. But what about the men who have been born with birth defects, like major birth defects, or people that are blind, or people that have overwhelmed things wrong with them? How do you simply say to them, do better in life, take, you know, go out there and do the things you want to do. It's like, well, I can't, I'm blind. Like, it, it, there's some things that I find more difficult to do and I need assistance with. Like, how do you say to that person, be an alpha male? 
To be fair, like, I don't know what he whole, would say, and no, I don't think it would be good. I'm not saying he would say that, but if you take the ideology that you hear and you transpose it onto that, which is what ideology does, it has to fit on every single thing that it doesn't work because that's how what it is. You can't change it. Yeah. So if you say that to someone who's got a condition like that, how does that work for them? To be fair, though, <laughs> like, when you look at him in interviews, he's wearing shades, so he's pretty much almost yeah. blind indoors <laughs> anyway. And, so, and, to, and to be I fair... I don't want to bring that up. <laughs> when you're blind, your hearing and your smell get better. So technically, they're still a little bit better than Andrew Tate, even though they're blind. <laughs> no, maybe we'll just leave it there. <laughs> what? I just thought of the scene from Silence of the Lambs where he's like, I could smell you. <laughs> so I've never sorry. watched it. I've watched bits I've, of I've it. Watched it. I, 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 I've got gripes of horror movies. As I you, as love people know that film. It's not really a horror movie. Does it have an ending? Yes. Uh, does it, is it a proper ending? It's a proper okay, ending. Okay, I might watch it then because I get so fed up it's with It's more ending. of a psychological thriller than a horror movie. Okay, okay no worries. I might watch that then. But anyway, maybe we should end it there. I've... Uh, I've really struggled with this episode. It's not in no relation to you guys. It's just, uh, it's it. It's <laughs> I find it. I found it very complicated, and I almost felt like helpless in the way because it was kind of like you know when you listen to an interview with someone and they can't hear you, and you just want to sit there and be like, look, just stop saying this because there's this really clever reason why like this, this doesn't. There's this really clever. Like no, no, no. There's just like there's this really clever reason why what you're trying to say doesn't fit the thing that it originally comes from. Like you're trying to take Nietzsche and you're getting it wrong. Just stop saying it, mm-hmm. read up about it and then talk about it. It's like watching a horror you know? movie, you know, when the dumb girl just opens up the door and you go, don't open the door, don't <laughs> open the door, stop it. Bit, bit, yeah. <laughs> stop it. Do you know, it always reminds me of when Markiplier um, played Until Dawn, you remember that game? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I'm. And it, this was in his earlier days and... Uh, there's this bit in it where if you open up this thing in the cave, a door in the cave, because it, it, it's trying to make out it's one of the characters, the female characters that you need to save, but it's actually one of the evil creatures and it just gets you and kills one of the guys. <laughs> and um, it was one of his favourite characters who got killed. It was this girl, I assume they found her attractive or something, I don't know. And he stopped behind his chair for like five minutes in dismay. Like nothing was being said <laughs> in the video. And... He goes, no, I can't do this. He stops the episode. He, like, disappears for a while. He redoes the entire game. He's, like, three quarters of the way through the game by this point. He redoes the game, gets all of the achievements, all of the bonus stuff. He makes sure he gets everything. And then he does not open that door. (laughs) 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 And he just carries on. And the weird thing is I watched PewDiePie PewDiePie play it as well. And there was an interesting transition between the both. That you can see the difference of their personalities because Mark walked through there, heard that noise, was like, hello. And then he walked in there and he had to, like, I've got to save this. And PewDiePie heard it and was like, nah, that's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> this is horror. I've had that before. It's a trap. And he just carried on walking. There's that sense of, I don't know if I'd call it a lack of empathy on his part, but it's just weird how people are different in those circumstances, isn't it? He's, like, played, nah. he's played enough horror games <laughs> yeah. to know. Yeah, but Mark played loads Mark as well. Mark was naive. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, his know, platform was built off horror That's games, what I mean, it? but it was just the... I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Unless he knew about... I don't know. Also, don't know. PewDiePie had been doing horror games a long time before Markiplier. No, I don't think there's too much in it, you know? So he's probably a bit know. more, like, grisly veteran. Like, I just oh. think he's a little bit more devil may care than Mark, I think, to be honest. I think there's the difference of personality yeah. there, maybe. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. We yeah. should probably have edited it on Andrew Tate, but we haven't, <laughs> okay. so who cares? 
Also, reminder, if you are depressed, please get help. Stop it. Well, get some help. Yeah, you heard it here. Yeah, I guess I should disagree with that, right? Well, no. I'm trying to balance it out. No, no, no don't disagree with <laughs> that. You be the strong man. Without medicine, we'd all go nuts. What would we the do? The world would be medicine. ending even faster. But there is a lot of... So someone like Russell Brand, for example... It's crazy. Well, that's, well that's I don't know how to feel use. about Russell Brand's YouTube because he's got people behind him that genuinely investigate this stuff. And all the stuff he says about the corporations and definitely the pharmaceutical companies is all true, right? He started off sound, but he's kind of bitten. I haven't watched it in like the last eight months because I just got bored of it. That's why honest, most, and I moved he on, streams but, um, mostly on Rumble now because you could say whatever you want on there. Yes. Yeah, but he would say it's because the truth isn't getting out or whatever, right? No, he's gone a bit. And this is what I'm saying. This is where the two are starting to amalgamate together from left... Because he's left-wing guy. The two are starting to amalgamate together and create this horrible mix. And it's, it's genuinely concerning because I've seen it before in history. But, like, anyway, um, maybe we'll leave it there. And yeah. Maybe next week or whenever next week, whenever I do another episode, it'll get back to being more chill and with science <laughs> <laughs> and decency um, no promises on the decency <laughs> what are you going to turn up naked or something <laughs> I'm not, not going to let you in my house Hi, if you're how naked are you doing? I'll, turn, I'll turn up in that harness you're just, you're just going to do a Zap Brannigan you're going to come in and just cross over your leg mm. hi I'm here for Krista I suffer from sex lexia <laughs> are you watching the new Futurama episodes let's, let's no, do this no. after the podcast okay, let's, let's do that after so um no, Rosses. We'll we'll end it there okay. and we'll remain professional. Why we're still recording. <laughs> <laughs> Try. Me professional. Let's not break out here into a little weirdo. All right. Thanks very much for coming today. And I'm completely devoid of energy after these interviews. Not with you guys, but with Andrew Tate. I'm sorry for anyone that supports him. I'm not but I'm just I'm use your brain. Dejected. Critical thinking skills are important. Kind regards. Okay. We'll leave it there. Alright, thanks very much. See ya. One philosopher asserted that he knew the whole secret.